Following in the footsteps of the famous Christoph Prevalakis, Nick fully understood the power of the press and how his every step was vulnerable to public scrutiny. So he'd walked on eggshells the past few weeks, behaving himself, staying out of trouble. For him, that meant staying home. At least Candy had made the self-imposed exile somewhat tolerable, but he was sick of playing house. At this very moment, Candy was sitting in the audience with Arnie, waiting to hear Nick's name announced in the category of Best Solo Rock Vocal Performance. This is your year, Nicky, his mother had slurred sweetly at dinner last night, fishing the lone olive out of her Waterford Crystal Martini glass. Nick started to agree with her. His fellow nominees were dinosaurs in the business, he couldn't believe they were still performing, let alone touring, as some of them were. No doubt about it. It was time the Grammy in this category went to a hot young talent. I don't know, replied the great Christophe, a multiple Grammy Award winner himself. Could be Bruce's year again. It's anyone's guess with this lineup. The Vegas odds are all over the board. Leave it to his father to throw ice water on the smoldering fire of desire that burned in Nick's heart. As if being nominated alongside Bruce Springsteen wasn't enough, Eric Clapton and Neil Young were also on the nominee roster. Still, Nick thought his old man could feign some encouragement on his behalf. Turning her attention toward her husband of thirty-plus years, Isabella Prevalakis had turned on the charm that, even after several Van Gogh vodka martinis, was as precise as a finely tuned Stradivarius violin. Christophe, you know as well as I do that this is Nicky's year. He's earned it, and he deserves it. Now, be a good puppy and get me another drink, please. Only Nick's mother could get away with calling Christoph Prevalakis a puppy. Large Pitbull was more like it. At almost seventy, he was still a formidable presence, exuding sophisticated sensuality like Ricardo Montalban. Christoph had been a Hollywood heartthrob for more than five decades, but now he was nurturing a slight paunch. He didn't sing in public anymore. The media frequently suggested that his voice had been trashed by years of hard living and was no longer as strong as it had been when he came on the scene with Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, and Dean Martin. Nick guessed the reason had nothing to do with his voice and everything to do with his poor memory. He didn't want to embarrass himself by forgetting the words, but how would it look for the great Christoph to use sheet music? Following in his father's footsteps was a journey prescribed to Nikolai Christoph Prevalakis, known as Nick Prevel to his fans, long before he took his first step or sang his first note. He'd often wondered how his relationship with his father would have been different if Nick had not been gifted with an exceptional voice. But Nick didn't dwell too much on that, because the fact of the matter was... All the critics agreed that his talent far exceeded Christoph's. That had made for some tense years, as Nick's star was rising, 
and his father's was sinking quietly into the twilight of his career. Only the fact that Nick sang rock and roll, while Christoph specialized in love ballads, had eased the simmering animosity between them. Tonight, when he held the long-awaited Grammy in his hands, Nick would thank his fans for making him number one on the charts. He'd thank his mother for her unconditional love and support. He'd thank his manager, Arnie Shapiro, and his band. He would even thank Kitty Thomas, his hairdresser. Through it all, the nation would wait with anticipation to hear what he had to say about his famous father. He would surprise them all by saying nothing. It wasn't because of his father that Nick had achieved success. It was in spite of him. He wouldn't thank Candy. No way was he going to give her any credit in front of millions of viewers.